Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, what's up, Afterbuzzers and a million little things fans. We are back. We're coming home. There's a bunch of breaking points, trust issues, fathers producing babies all around or not. Let's dive right into it. Season two, episode one. You're tuned in to Afterbuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. We are back, won't we? (laughs) This episode was crazy. Insane as every freaking episode. It's the premiere of season two, A Million Little Things. Welcome back, A Million Little Things fans, finally. We waited way too long, so we had to bring it back home, right? Had to bring it back home. I'm your host, Yasin Tanris, and I'm joined by a beautiful and new AfterBuzzer host here. Hello, guys. I'm Jessica Lucero. So excited to be here, finally. We can finally talk about season two and the season premiere, and oh my goodness, there's so much that happened. So many breaths that we had to hold, so many breaking points, so many trust issues that we're going to dive into, Mm -hmm. and then, of course, the developments of... Hey, a lot of new daddies, or let's say unknown daddies, and some that want to become daddies, but let's see if they will become daddies. I even got teary-eyed at one point, okay? Yes, so let's get into that. What did you think overall of the the season premiere? I thought it was so good. Honestly, what shocked me was the fact that Catherine is someone who is, she's always been so hardworking pretty much her whole life, like, going through raising her family she couldn't be the stay-at-home mom that maybe she wanted to be at one point but here she is she finds out that eddie had an affair and now has another kid coming and she just doesn't move like she's sitting stuck in bed she's literally bedridden for days now i thought honestly that might have been one of the most shocking parts of the whole episode yeah that made me so so sad and i must say Overall, as an episode for the launch of it, I was, like, really wondering whether they were going to actually showcase what Eddie was going to say to Catherine, whether he was going to come out with the news about him being the father. And I'm actually pretty happy that they didn't hold back on that because before, in season one, they've really been holding us back from a lot of things. And things are starting to really unravel right now. Yeah. So let's get into our first topic of the breaking point between Catherine, as you've mentioned, and Eddie, since he's... So sad. Come out with the truth. Yeah. I mean, what do you think about her reaction and him, you know, being honest and upfront? Because he's trying to mend bridges. He's trying to be an honest man, husband, father at this point. Definitely. Yeah. He's trying to make up for how he was in his past. He wasn't obviously the greatest father to Theo. And here he is. Catherine even gives him the okay, you know, go be a better father to this kid than you were to Theo. But unfortunately, he he still at one point wasn't a great father to Theo. He still isn't being a great husband to Catherine. And I mean, yeah, he's calling her, but 
I feel like he should be doing more to make sure that he's there for her that is still his wife, you know what I mean? It's it's just so sad to see her like that. It's a really tough situation as well because I'm almost thinking like now that we're talking about it, Catherine saying, okay, you go be a better father than you were to Theo, but yeah. that ultimately now I'm feeling like she's not there as a mother. Right now. She's... Or disappearing right now. and Exactly. Granted, I mean, if you were to get those news as a mother, I'm, I'm trying to put myself in her shoes, and then having to listen to your ex or, well, husband. Yeah. You <laughs> they know, were trying weird, to work on it. Yeah, and trying to work on it. Of course, she's going to need more than two days to get over it. Definitely, yeah. What I noticed was she did say, she did give him the okay, and you noticed that as of recently, when you when you go back to season one, she was working on herself and being a better mother to Theo, but now she's here laying in bed, and obviously she's completely heartbroken. We know that. But she's, like, almost making Eddie decide between which kid he wants to or he's able to be with more because he's not able to be there with um with Delilah and their newborn now because he has to take care of Theo because Catherine is completely missing right now so it's just like poor Eddie I'm not Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Really poor Eddie. He obviously, <laughs> Ron said he got, got off to a lot of mess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get he totally messed up. But at the same time, it's like Catherine, you're a mother. Like you have to be there for your kid. You can't just you can't just about fla- flaunt out. Yes, yeah. and but I, I ultimately I feel like you know Eddie is really trying hard to make up the extent of infidelity that he's really put himself into and it kind of was a bit strong of him to by the end of it come forth to Delilah and and give her the truth too Mm -hmm. I really do think he's trying to make things right and it's interesting to see Catherine at her breaking point and such a depression because we never seen her at this stage before she could have done but she was still very strong and I feel like almost this is the point in which she just wants to let it go exactly she's that type of person where you're like wow, they must really have it all together, you know, when you're looking from the outside in. But this is the really the first time, I think, throughout all of season one, now entering season two, obviously, I think it's the first time that we've ever seen her show this side of her at all. It Honestly, it's just so heartbreaking. Like I said in the beginning, seeing Theo just, Mom, is that you? Yeah. Oh, oh my God. And then the, it was the post or something delivered, and I felt like, no. That was my breaking point. Okay, guys? <laughs> talking about breaking points. We're talking about breaking points, right? Mine. We were both just like, oh. That's what oh, I got teary-eyed. It hit Theo. me. Poor Theo. But hey, talking about more breaking points we've had between Regina and Rome. Oh, my goodness. Rome setting the pressure of wanting a baby so baby desperately. fever. Why do you think he's so desperate to have a baby you know what i think it is is maybe he just he sees all of these babies coming around and he kind of mentioned it that sophie was like making him her new father figure in a way rather than going to eddie he she went to rome and he helped her with the dance and he's like realizing well shoot i actually really like being a fatherly figure to some people or to some kids he mentioned that 
he thought it was just raising um he thought it was just having a baby taking care of a baby but now he's realizing no you're literally raising these little humans and making them out to these beautiful young human beings that Sophie now is and Danny Sophie and Danny are and I think he's just like finally realizing life's too short like you have to you have to really do everything that's kind of on your bucket list, even if that means even <laughs> having if a he's baby, throw a baby on there. A huge responsibility. It I is. definitely think it's... He might have been a little childish before, maybe. Oh. He's growing up now. <laughs> that's true. I mean, we've seen his transitions within yeah. season one, and then ultimately him thinking he was about to become a father. I think that was the crux of the moment in which he exactly. was actually starting to think about it and be like, I, this could be a cool thing. This could be fun. Yeah, <laughs> and I also feel like maybe because of his relationship with his father, he might want to make right. up for the fact that the relationship wasn't as tight or open as he would have wished it had been. And so he wants to make up for that fact exactly. yeah, with his own point. kid. Yeah, And Regina is so against it. Which is interesting to me. And I really want to figure out why she is so against it. That I can't figure out quite yet. I know they discussed it beforehand. And so, you know, when you get, when you agree with something or when you agree with someone on something, you obviously are like caught off guard if they do a complete 180 and they're like, no, I said I didn't want a kid, but now I do. And that's a very big responsibility, very big thing to change your mind on. So I understand her point. It's quite a big thing that you're touching upon. It's true because once you get into a committed relationship, obviously a marriage as well, you want to set the foundation. You want to know like, okay, so these, this is what we are and who we are. And then if one decides midway another way, but you can never account for it. Mm-hmm. You know, people change, evolve over time, given circumstances. I do believe in that. However, I feel like with Regina, there's something that's holding her back based upon what we've seen in her past, that she's frightened of the child being hurt just as she had been hurt. Definitely. Not wanting that child to go through that. What I also think it could potentially be is that Regina has seen a lot of maybe not a lot, but one in particular family kind of falling apart a little bit, especially over this whole baby issue, you know. Delilah came out saying that she's pregnant, but they find out it's someone else's kid, and it's just like kind of causing a ruckus, so maybe she's like let's just stay with what we know rather than Mm. adding another one into the mix. Interesting. I also wonder whether it's based upon all the drama that we've been witnessing amongst all of the friends, and then this new baby that's coming out from like one of their friends having caused this infidelity, and then it's maybe because she's getting turned off by the whole thing because having a child, you're going to have more of a sense of attachment and what if Rome then does another 180 like who knows right what are the reasons so I'm hoping that throughout the season we'll find out what happens and if she changes her mind or if he changes his mind I feel like there she is gonna have to change her mind otherwise Rome might just say okay bye really you do think so Honestly, like, they're so perfect together, but the way he turned and looked at her at the end of the episode and was like, I really want a baby, like, you could just see it coming out of him, like, that, that's kind of funny, see it coming out of him, (laughs) when the baby's literally going to come out of her. (laughs) Which, which you want to talk about as well, the reversal of those roles, right? we're going to touch on that, guys. (laughs) I got a little something for you. (laughs) But we'll get into that later on. Yes. Yeah, you could just see the emotions pouring out of him, I'll say that. (laughs) Pretty strong. You can see how much he wants the baby, and it's like, I 
It's I fascinating am, to see that from a male perspective. Yeah, definitely, guys. The amount of reverse roles throughout this episode. Honestly, all, all of last season, and I feel like it's just going to keep coming. Yeah. Um, there have been so many reverse roles that have gone on, whether it be Gary having breast cancer when... Men do get that, but it's not as common as we know. Exactly. We have Rome now who wants the child more than Regina wants the child, and that's obviously very rare. And then we also have Eddie being the stay-at-home dad, which is awesome because that really does happen. Like, that happens more often than not nowadays. And so it's just really cool that this show is touching on these things that aren't normally touched on. Like, you don't really see that too often in shows. It's definitely going against the grain of the standardized (laughs) society that has been built upon for centuries, but that is breaking down so much in so many ways in these past couple of years, and now it's really getting out there on television shows and movies, and that's one thing that I really appreciate about the showmakers here. So getting into our next topic of trust issues, right? (laughs) Yes, well. There's a few trust issues going on. I mean, we have a lot of trust issues. I'm also not trusting here anybody (laughs) right now. So Gary knew all along, all along about Eddie being the father. I'm actually really shocked about that. That he finally came out. Yep, I drove John for his vasectomy. However, never said a thing because... He's such a great friend in he that respect. Is. Oh my god, I think Gary is the best friend in this entire show. Yeah. He might be tied with a few people, but <laughs> he's definitely up there, okay? He has a patience of a horse. You've got to give him yeah. that. Nine months out, not saying a word to anybody, not even to Maggie, who you would think, you know, being in that relationship, yeah, you'd tell your girlfriend or boyfriend such a thing. I don't know. I, I, maybe I'm too gossipy in that way. I try not to be. I try to be as good about it as possible. I know not to tell my secrets. I know, right? <laughs> a lot of distress right here. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that was, that was quite a phenomenal point so kudos to Gary to yeah. really holding that back but, I think he um, did a great job and then once everyone found out they all joined in you know they didn't say anything either they Regina went right in there with him Eddie get in there and she ba- she backed off and get in there papa yeah <laughs> get in there papa I swear yeah. they were like papas and mamas but I wonder <laughs> do you think I almost feel like the moment that Eddie came into the room and Regina turns around that's when she clocks it and then she's like, yep. That's you when she be connected here. the dots, you think? I feel that. Yeah. yeah. Or do you think she might have connected it before? I think, honestly, I think that all of them had to have had this in their mind. You know, Delilah did say right off the bat, it's John's, but. I think they had to have been thinking the whole time, no, this could potentially be Eddie's. You're, all of them are best friends. They know everything about each other, so they thought. So I'm sure that they're sitting there speculating throughout the whole nine months, you know what I mean? And so now here she is having this baby, and oh my god, the the craziest part was when the doctor was like, well, is there anything different about this baby? Oh god, that moment. <gasps> oh, I thought, oh shocking. no, you should have not... <laughs> But this doctor and 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 that Terrible. midwife, please. That's the yeah no. <laughs> she was, I mean, she was not helping the situation like whatsoever. Her. And we're going to mention her in regards to Maggie standing up for her yes. in a, a top three friendship favorite friendship <laughs> moments of this episode, um, which will be a common three theme throughout as we go throughout the series. Um, next up, though, with trust issues, 
talking about Gary again because I mean Gary he's like I feel like I, I mean we can see it even in the screens behind us he's like right in the middle the crooks of it all he yeah. seems to just know it all but not he's like sane. holding everyone together in a way he's the glue yeah he definitely is but he had a little moment there with Maggie yeah, when he threw re- up. yes threw away the um the meds, meds. yeah do you think that was right that. of him I can't figure out why he threw them out I mean, I guess she doesn't need them anymore. And so they were just kind of like sitting there collecting dust. But um, you feel you would maybe it's because they were moving in together. And so they're getting ready to clean out the house, that sort of thing. So I do understand that. But uh, I don't know if like if my boyfriend was throwing my stuff out that I still kept for whatever reason, yeah. and he just threw it out, I'd be like, "What? Why? What, what? about your stuff? <laughs> yeah, let me see your like, your box I'm, of meds. I'm gonna start throwing your boxes away. Right <laughs> there, you go. Don't like them. You don't Put need them away. these, right? <laughs> <laughs> but for the right reasons, then in the end, we find out as to why Maggie was mad. Because I mean, I couldn't understand why she was angry right. to begin with. But then, granted, in the past, her experience, and so she was holding on to it just in case. But you know, he had the good intention and heart to just hold on uh, get rid of them because he knew how much she was suffering through it and didn't want to even acknowledge it to begin with to bring it up again yeah to begin with so however through all the drama that we're seeing all the mistrust the breaking points and all of it we that sort of brings them all better together Mm mm-hmm which I don't want to say, it's like Maria Menounos' podcast, Better Together, we're better together. (laughs) However, a breaking point is when you start to like realize and become a little bit more open and be able to be more honest. Yeah, that's true. That sometimes you do sort of have to hit your bottom, which is like kind of what this whole friendship group went through with John dying and then them finding out about the affair and all these other things going on. But all these little things going on behind the scenes are also, in a way, bringing them together. So it's interesting. That's all I can say about it all. It's just the trust issues, man. They need to stop. They need to they stop. Need <laughs> hold on that. And going into <laughs> our next topic about them, well, fathers producing babies all around as well. Yeah, what's going on? You know, I mean, okay, so... Clearly we know, and everybody knows now, that Eddie is the father. Yes. Uh, well, not everyone. Ch- Sophie and Danny don't know. Besides Sophie and Danny. <laughs> Ooh, they should I, definitely know. Yeah, and I wonder when that's going to happen. That uh, that's going to be a tough conversation. Yeah, that I don't even know how that's going to happen, but it's going to happen in the most dramatic way ever. Oh, yeah. Um, poor kids, because, you know, that's definitely going to have an effect on them when they when they grow older. Definitely. in that moment. They're going to resent their mom for a little bit. We'll get to that it's in prediction. though. As a mother, though, like... You have to think about that situation, though, because how much is too much or too little to share in that time, you know? Yeah. And it's like, especially at that tender age, maybe it is safer to have that conversation when they're a little bit more understanding as to the complications and dynamics of relationships. I don't know, because then they're sitting there thinking, I mean, I guess it doesn't really change anything, but they're going to want to know why Eddie is over so often. Why not the other two well, guys? Well, we'll see about that because he's trying to be super honest and saying to Delilah, I told Catherine, and he's really trying yeah. to make things work with Catherine. Yeah. But get who knows, okay? Who, we can save that for predictions yeah, on whether they are going <laughs> to stay together or not or what's going to happen. Um, so, um, I mean, who who do you think 
is in the hardest position here at this point, whether that be Eddie having to decide or, you know, trying to make things work with Mm -hmm. who or Delilah having to go through this on her own, not telling her kids, or Catherine having to find out Mm -hmm. and be on her own at this time, or even Regina and Rome, that whole situation of them. That's hard. Because when you think about it, Catherine... She didn't do anything. This is not self-inflicted. The rest, Delilah and Eddie, they did something in order to be in the situations that they're in now. So it makes sense. You you feel bad for them, but at the same time, you're like, yeah, but you did this to yourself. You know what I mean? So then you're sitting there and you're like, well, Catherine, she didn't do anything. She goes to work, probably works overtime every single day. And she never gets to see her son. She would hardly... She didn't even get to see him in the play last season. Well, she did, but, like, barely made it in time type of thing. Yeah. Um, But I almost feel worse for her because she really... She didn't do anything. Like, this is just all happening to her, just one after another. And then she tries to work on it. she's such a hard worker. Yeah, she's such a hard worker. And she is a great mom whenever she's able to make it. But she's obviously doing everything she is so that she can care for her family. And even now, after she finds out about Eddie and Delilah, she's like, that's okay, like, let's work on each other, let's work on this, and then, boom, she gets hit with another one. So, would you say then she's in the hardest position, seeing that she's not really done anything, and it's all the effects of being Everything's granted hitting to her? her. Yeah. I, I wouldn't exactly say hardest position, but I would definitely say that I guess... Hardest hit. Yeah, she's <laughs> taking it the hardest, you know? Yes. I guess we'll say it like that. But as far as, like, who oh, who do you think? I mean, uh, granted, I will say for Catherine, she is the one who's being hardest hit. Yes. However, I do think that Delilah might be having it sort of the worst, yeah. seeing that she's had her husband... Definitely. Uh, yeah, passing and then having to go through this whole conundrum and then having to hide it from her kids. It's a lot of conflict in there. So I'm also wondering whether that whole internal conflict is really being projected on her breastfeeding issues as well because oh, that's like a yeah. stress right there. Definitely. So, yeah, I definitely think the, the internal conflict is hardest for her. Right. But Catherine is being hit hardest for not having even done anything and being put into that situation it's, because yeah. of everybody else. I agree. It's definitely really hard that um, Delilah has had to go through her pregnancy pretty much all alone. I mean, she did have her friends. She had her kids. Everybody. But she didn't have the significant other that he was literally there. He isn't dead. Like, he, Eddie's alive, but they have to kind of hide it. And so she can't enjoy it like motherhood should be. You should be able to enjoy your pregnancy. But she was kind of just like, you know, let's get this thing out of it. <laughs> yes. But I'm also, like, stuck with her in a sense. I don't know how she must be feeling now to have had the kid. And Eddie is obviously still there and not have any feelings whatsoever. I just almost feel like she might want to be with him at some stage. Be with Eddie? Yes, or Eddie oh, being what... there. Because yeah. that's, a, that's a, like another conflict right there, to have had a relationship that, mm-hmm. that was so intimate and now yeah. have a baby together. And they were talking about telling their significant others when it did happen. Remember, like, back wh- yes. way back when... They were discussing, well, let's tell them today. I think it was the day that John died they were talking about potentially telling him. So I definitely see them coming together at one point, but it's going to be far along. Ooh, okay. Interesting. See, we just keep getting back to the <laughs> we're predictions, just like, guys. Okay, just trying to reel it off there. <laughs> well, talking about John, okay, him potentially, we're not sure, but having another son. 
with Barbara. Barbara, as we Barbara perhaps, Morgan. yeah, if we can guess. PJ, this. we for sure think is John's son, and that's why he gave his uh, li- life insurance. Is, yes. that, is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah like he gave his, his life insurance to his three friends, his three best friends, as well as Barbara Morgan. So, I truly think PJ. It stands for his first name is Patrick. Yes, Patrick. I looked that up because I couldn't remember. Um, Patrick Jonathan is what I'm oh, thinking. Oh, Jonathan. And she must have named him after John. Oh my God! You just put that. I didn't realize. Yeah. Okay. Hey. That's what I'm thinking. That that would make complete sense. I mean, him having found the video, and then John having actually left this video not for Delilah or anybody else. It was for right. Barbara. That is the most heartbreaking thing. The fact that he didn't leave a video for his own family, like that, has to be his son. There has to be a reason why he feels he so much her one. guilt. Right. It's it's interesting because, of course, Delilah and. Everybody has been feeling so much guilt. And I think especially Delilah, because she's thinking that Definitely. he committed suicide based because upon their infidelity. Yeah. However, in the end of the day, John's hiding something huge, not just even a little something, had a whole apartment and yeah. pictures and whatnot, and a past that was never ever revealed and now yep. slowly is coming out. And we what still do don't. Think? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm like, wait. Yeah, and what? we still don't know if. Ashley and John were having an affair or, you know, anything suspicious kind of going on there because of the way she and kissed Ashley's him. And still in Barcelona, is she? Yeah. Or was yeah. It, yeah, like, where's Ashley? <laughs> we need to know where she's at. Bring her back. Was she casted she in something lot. recently that we don't know about? <laughs> yeah, we need to look into her yeah. right now. Um, bring her back from the other side of the world. Right. <laughs> but... I it's 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 fascinating of course you know the writers are so clever how they put this all together and having Patrick then sit with Maggie yeah and I really want to know why PJ was at the hospital we they haven't said that right yes did they wait the moment where Rome was when Rome and him ran into each other and he was like I've been here for hours man and he was and then he he starts yes but they, I don't think they ever said why he was at the hospital, unless I missed it. Because I went back and rewatched it. They didn't. Guys, if you know something that we yeah, don't... Yeah, please. We're here in the live <laughs> chat checking know. out. Exactly. Please let us know if you let have a little tip below. about that. Because it's all slowly piecing together. Because as we saw in a little bit of the preview... He comes over asking, who's that? Right. Yeah, so, oh, this makes complete sense now, actually. I've just hit a light bulb. Um, He's able to actually approach uh, Rome due to, because of the script, but then also ask him further about... He may, he may probably come across that picture and then be like, who's that? Because he recognizes him from the video, of oh. course, because he came across the video. Oh, oh my gosh. Wow. That is totally okay. how it's going to go down. Just like when Sophie pointed out Barbara Morgan, but it was someone, whatever her fake name was at the time, when she introduced herself to Sophie. Oh my god, this is happening. This is happening. You know, when I speak. <laughs> when I originally watched the episode where PJ ran into Rome, I was like, ooh, he's kind of, he's like close to Sophie's age. I'm wondering if they're gonna like date or something. But I don't think Do that... They go, maybe they'll end up being at the same school or something, and yeah. we'll see that. Okay, you know what? A million little things. It's like a million little puzzles that we're trying to piece together right now. <laughs> a million little puzzle pieces right now. There's so much going on. Right? Okay, well, let's get into the top three friendship moments. Why don't you reel off? Woo! 
Oh my god, I like this little fairy twinkle. Oh, oh my gosh. That is so cute. <gasps> number number three. Yes, number three. Yes, we have Maggie being a great friend. Ooh, I'm going to talk like this. Oh, yes. Because it's so nice and slow. So like we an think... ASMR. Uh, <laughs> ASMR. We think Maggie was being a great friend when she yelled at the doctor who was yelling at Delilah for not being a good mother because she couldn't breastfeed when, like, Delilah was doing everything she could. She tried for days and she couldn't get it to work. <laughs> she she talked about in the finale of last season that she was going to get baby formula anyways. So, I mean, it is better to breastfeed. But if you can't do it, you can't do it. You just can't. She's still <laughs> going to be a great mother. Exactly. <laughs> And number two, number two, we got Gary here, the glue of it all, initiating to steal the baby I crib. I love it so much. I love <laughs> He's it. He's so badass. I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. And he just does it for the sake of it, for the thrill of it, for the friendship of it. Because, hey, he's, he's like, correct. Yeah. It's been they paid for. They should have gone in the first place. <laughs> They shouldn't have made it so difficult. Then yeah. they wouldn't have to go and steal it. Exactly. Because that guy was working at the store. He was rude. He I was mean, so rude. You never know. There's so much baby drama, hey? <laughs> What's number one, Number Jess? one, because we love Gary so much, we're going to emphasize Gary yes. and their friends who find out about Eddie and Delilah's baby, but they don't say anything. Until they what say they it, and they do Until it they in do. the most... <laughs> In the in the best way possible. Yeah, with the nursery, or with with the whole nursery. Oh guys. God, when everybody came together was so and cute. was just there to support, and they and all the men saying, "We're gonna be the father of this baby." Yes. Oh my so, God. Hey, that was precious. Top three and friendship moments. And with good old right John's uh, Bruins jersey on the wall to watch over <laughs> that baby who isn't his. <laughs> Oops. Watch over that baby. <laughs> okay. Just keep right. it on, yes. <laughs> I'm loving this stream, by the way. Yes, I we know, had our top cute. three friendship moments right there. Um, let's get into our news Ooh. now. Okay, seeing that it was the premiere. Ooh, ba, these ba, ba. lights. We got two news for you. So I'll reel off the first one, and then we got a little bit to showcase you up here. So first up... On the morning Belen show of ABC Tampa, James Roddy, who plays Gary, shares how he would call DJ Nash Captain Buckle. <laughs> and, so uh, Buckles. Weird. And we, Captain I wonder Buckles. why Captain Buckles as well. But this is something that DJ Nash then retweeted as um, James had said it on speakerphone whilst they were in the writer's room. And throughout that day, it wasn't the best day for DJ Nash. <laughs> he was just called Captain Buckles the whole time. That's hilarious. I and love what that else? so much. Okay, the next one you guys can see on your screens. You see that I, I favorited it as well as I saved it because that's how much I loved it. <laughs> But basically, you have David Gentoli. Gentoli, I will never, I'm going to butcher his name forever and ever, uh, who plays Eddie, basically. He took over a million little things Instagram today. And if you guys aren't following them, you definitely should because, oh my God, he is so hilarious. So he posted that when he met Delilah for the first time, just like 40 minutes later, he basically had to wear these shorts. <laughs> And uh, this nude thong. <laughs> I love that little share, though. I mean, God, what actors have to put themselves through right? when you first meet somebody and get that intimate without... I mean, I'm sure they would have warmed oh, up a little bit just beforehand. I'm just looking at that and I'm like, dude, how did he fit in those? Did we actually ever see... Oh, no, we didn't see that because... 
obviously to, to the naked eye, it would be as if they're naked. Yes. Okay. That's I see. just so that they weren't. <laughs> So he claimed that he wore this. I would hope that you wore that, mister. Yes. <laughs> Very but nice. I'm so happy that he, showed, he shared that little behind the scenes with us. Yeah, it's that's so, so cool. <laughs> that was very cool. I love that he did an Instagram takeover as yeah, well. Yeah, he's been great all day. And he was like going in and serving Rome coffee and just oh my god it was so it's so, it's so great to I see behind the scenes great friends in reality and yeah. not just on the show yeah which is not always common but hey they're going through a lot in the show so yeah they need to take a break and have yeah. fun with their friends whenever Outside they can and now next up let's get into our special segment which if you remember from our first season we'd always have a hashtag little things abtv which is one of our biggest takeaways of the episode so mm. just what was oh. yours Oh, this music is again. Oh my today. gosh. It is just so sweet and subtle. Okay, but that's the little thing. My little thing that I'm going to be talking about is um, I'm just going to be touching on the fact that the reverse roles are once again being so talked about throughout this episode when you have Rome who's really pushing the fact that he wants the baby. He's like. No, no, no. I'm going to get what Rome wants. Or Rome gets what Rome wants. <laughs> oh, really now. <laughs> I love it. But that's pretty much my biggest takeaway. I feel like they've really been emphasizing how real this whole show is. And especially in this, this specific episode, I saw um, someone posted about how this is like a real life version of Friends. Yeah. The show. Very much so. It is It is a great reflection of reality. It's nothing filtered. It starts off with the suicide, so. I mean. It's as real as it can get. It's as real as it can really get and heavy. You know, life is heavy, but we keep on going and that's what we see here Mm -hmm. as well. We keep on pushing. We keep on pushing. What was your biggest takeaway? Well, my biggest little things takeaway. Your your littlest (laughs) takeaway. My littlest takeaway, which actually is a little takeaway. Don't share bad news before a selfie. (laughs) I mean, Eddie Eddie telling Delilah just before they're about to take the first selfie with with Charlotte, the little baby. Telling her the truth about Catherine and the news of it, of course, Delilah's not going to look happy in that picture. And that's a memory (laughs) space and time that is captured and probably uploaded to Instagram and there on the wall and you just don't want to look at it. Yeah, she's like, I can't post this anywhere. What the heck? How dare you? So yeah, never share bad news before taking a picture. It's not going to make somebody happy. One more that I have to mention that was um, sort of one of the funnier moments of the show is when... We realized that Gary's ex was... Oh, the nurse? <laughs> Delilah's nurse. Yes, don't the one fool with around with too many nurses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, given his track record or whatever they were saying, I figured it could happen. That was so funny. What are Careful. the odds? <laughs> oh my god, All it was right. great. Well, before we head out, what's your prediction for the next episode? Oh my... Oh, I love this so much. Getting out of this world right now because we are... Like witches that know what's going to happen. (laughs) So we're looking into our crystal balls or our our million little crystal balls right here. And um, basically, I have a few predictions coming in strong. Okay, so Catherine, we're going to finally meet one of her family members in the next episode. Chung Mong? Chung Morning. Chung Morning. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to come over. She's going to help her out. She's going to make her feel much better. And she's going to whip her back into the good old Catherine shape that we know and love. 
Get Maybe some of you guys don't love her. It. Mama, that's what I'm feeling. That's okay. what I'm feeling. Yes. yes. I also think that um, the friends haven't been a great friend to Catherine. They've been great friends to each other, literally everyone else, to Maggie, to mm. Gary. Gary's been a great friend to everyone, to Rome. Like, they've all been great friends, but I'm hoping that... Um, after this episode, that they're going to become a lot better friends and just be there for Catherine a little bit more. Yes. Give some support. Yes, I definitely think so too because, I mean, everybody's been there for Delilah right now, but now it's time to actually right. shift that focus to Catherine because she's suffering hard. Yes. I do believe she is going to come back. Obviously, she's got those mother instincts and is a strong woman, so she's going to come to her senses to come back. I don't believe she's going to try and work on the relationship though because she's definitely yeah. very hurt. She'll be a mom but she's not yeah. going to want to be with Eddie which I don't believe Eddie is going to be with um, Delilah. He's still going to try and make that work and then as for Regina and Rome I do think they're going to have an open discussion and mm-hmm. I feel like Regina soon is going to agree to having a baby. Yep I agree. Yes. I, I Like I said earlier I think it has to happen otherwise Rome. I mean, I don't know if he's necessarily going to leave here, leave her, but I think he's pretty much just going to keep poking and prodding until he gets what he wants. Bring it home, bring it home, which gives <laughs> us the wrap of coming back home. It's been so great. I'm so happy we're back for season two so and episode happy. one. So before we shoot off, where can everybody find you on social media, Jess? You guys can follow me at Jess Lucero Live for all of the your guys' a million little things, tweets and photos and whatever else <laughs> and everything and anything else about Jess exactly and you can find me at Yasmin Tanris on all social media as well as website we'll be back next week of course for episode 2 cannot oh, wait cannot so wait stay tuned for next Thursday thank you so much for joining us here today thanks guys bye bye <laughs> Kevin Undergaro and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.